Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. In this week's episode of The Kindness Project, we talk about technology, weather, and we have part two of our interview with Don Diffang from Do Me A Favour, Buddy. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Kindness Project. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Hello, everyone. I'm joined by a man who who thinks my voice is funny sometimes. Uh, And I'm joined by another man who pity laughs at all my jokes. (laughs) Can you you give us a super polite introduction? Like, hello, everyone. Hello. Oh, hello. Hello. That's how I talk on the phone to anybody I don't know. Go on, give us your best phone voice, Russ. Hello. Hello, how are you? Yeah, that's exactly how I talk. When... No, no, you've got to do more than hello. Because if you go hello and then they go hello and you what? go, oh, I might. Or I answer the phone, how can I help you? Right, well, that, that's just, that, that's just understand how long you can keep it up. So, ring, 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 ring. Hello, how can I hello, help Hello, is this, is this Russell Debs? Hey, wait, that's my brother, right, bruv? <laughs> so it changes pretty quickly, does it? I, whenever I see it's dad calling, I have to take a moment to consider what to, voice I'm going to do. Consider whether you can answer it or not. That's <laughs> exactly the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes I pick up too early and he's just created two seconds of silence no, in my brainstorm. No, no, right. Oh, when you pick up the phone... The first word you say is hello. You don't wait until the, for the other person to say hello no, before no. you say hello. I hate you when that happens. Absolutely hate you when that happens. Charlotte does that all the time. Charlotte does that all the time. If you're picking up the phone, like clearly I do all the time. I mean, I'm really responsive when people phone me, aren't I? Oh. No. Oh. Um, uh, I mean, I am a nightmare. On phones, because if I oh. phone you, I expect it to be picked up. Oh. But I'm like a bit more selective, aren't I? Yeah. I've got a mate, my mate Keith, right? I've known him for years. He's really good at phoning people. Like I will send a text or a WhatsApp or an email, um, but he'll just give you a buzz. Yeah. And I love that about him because he'll just he'll just phone you. People up. prefer. Talking on the phone to text or I'm, uh, I'm one of them people. I prefer to talk on the phone than, than text. I, I prefer a FaceTime uh, than a phone call. I, I, I'm now used to doing digital. I'd much rather speak to somebody face to face. Yeah. Um, and I think even though the um, digital technology is um, super efficient, um, it's I just love, I mean, like, I love being in a room of people, and but then I'm a, probably a bit more of a natural extrovert than you, Charlotte, right? Yeah, and I, but I'd much rather do this, like, we're on a Zoom call at the moment yeah. for people who can't see, than pick up the phone. When you say people who can't see, you people, oh, right, okay. listeners, because we're an audio-only format, um, unless you count the little graphic that's the logo of the show, because you can see other people's facial reactions to see how uh, well, how they actually feel. 
which can the voice can be very misleading with that. But if you look at the person's face, you can tell what they're thinking. Yeah. Can you tell when Razzle's pity laughing at your joke mm-hmm. instead yeah. of genuine laughing? And I can tell when you're stifling one as well. It's like when, when have I when have I ever stifled one of your couple ba- of times? Oh, I haven't. Not like it, airplane mode was the best yeah, one you did. But like it's like when you are trying to be funny and you and you're angry and you can always tell in the eyebrows. I've seen people's faces. Eyebrows, mate. Yeah. But apparently, I've got really expressive eyebrows. Can you tell, Russ? I mean, this yeah. is rubbish for an audio podcast because nobody can see <laughs> my eyebrows. Yeah. I, you know what? Can anybody, anybody is on anybody yeah, on the call? This business, isn't it? Um, <laughs> um, I don't know why, but in my head, just uh, the thought went through. I would really love at some point to slap Russell with a stick. Um, um, I don't know, my stuff's already on there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I, know, I might enjoy it. It got weird now, hasn't it? It's a Sunday morning, Russ. It's a Sunday morning. I don't know when we should be talking about slapping you with a stick and you having fun on it. Um, anyway, on that note, uh, what else is going on in our lives that we need to talk about? What's going on in your life? I mean, the weather is fabulous. Mm. Weather, uh, weather is nice, but it's not great walking weather. No, I, well, I get that. I get that. But the weather is, I think we're going to go down to the sea site today. Oh, yeah. That'd a little be walk. Nice. Um, nice a bit of... That'd be nice. Yeah, I mean, that always makes it better. But there's an amazing uh, sea um, cafe by the sea. Yep. That does seafood breakfast and they are brilliant. So we might be doing a bit of that today. So I had it was a muffin, but it was um I can't remember what I had last time. Can't, oh, I need to consult my uh, consult the governor about this one. Cassie, what does that place do? I had um, crumpets with crab, oh crab, shrimp, um, shrimp, poached egg on a crumpet. That sort of that That's sort of deal. Sounds like my kind of place. Oh, it is amazing. It is a very very nice place. It, and that like that seafood breakfast combination, you wouldn't immediately put together, but it worked really no, well. No, I'm a big believer that, that a lot of foods don't have a time of day you can eat them. Mm, yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> what? What's the most random time you've eaten a breakfast? I mean, I mean, it is. It's an all-day dish, isn't it? Basically, a fry-up is an all-day breakfast, isn't it? And you can have it any time in the day. I mean, you can, you can, but it's normally typically in the morning, isn't it? That's why it's called breakfast. It's not unusual for me to eat wheat a bit uh, at sort of four in the afternoon. Yeah. Sorry? Yeah, but wheat a bit is a, a snack rather than a breakfast. It's not. That is controversial, Russ. Wheat a bit. How do you feel about porridge? Porridge I could eat. Wheat a bit is it? Weetabix is a snack as a breakfast. I'm, I'm not um, I'm not a massive breakfast person. I don't understand. generally have breakfast, but... Um, uh, would you have a rice in the morning? 
No. Ah, see, they're always... Roast is a dinner, dinner type dish, isn't it? Yeah, but you said... It's, it's more about the size of the dish than the... But a fry-up is big, isn't it? No, you can have all sorts of... Uh, all sorts of fry-ups. What's the littlest fry-up you've ever had? One sausage, one bacon and scrambled egg. Something like that, so mine would probably be a lot smaller. But Charlotte was Trump, yeah. I had a smaller fry than that once. Yeah. Half a sausage. Just take it out of the air fryer. Yeah, just ate it straight out of the air fryer. But I only had one bite, so I didn't even have half a sausage. Does that count as a fry-up? Yes. Uh, <laughs> if just I just if I just bite a sausage randomly, as you fry it, it's fried up. What would you have fruit say? A bit of sausage trying to fry. <laughs> <laughs> Does that count? What is it? Right, question the podcast is ain't catching on, but I'm carrying on with it anyway. Um, what is the smallest feasible fry up you can have and I still call it a fry up? It's the smallest fry-up you could have. A big... So, so, sorry. Is a pig in blanket a fry-up? Mmm! <laughs> <laughs> That's got two components of a breakfast. Technically, it would be if you eat it with eggs. That's the thing. If I, if I put a pig in blanket on a tiny egg, would it be a fry-up? It's a quail's egg. Quail's egg, yeah. I mean, that is... But, but I, don't, I don't eat egg rust, so it'd just be the pig in blanket for me. Yeah, exactly. That's if you don't side, eat egg. That's a side thing, isn't it? Oh, see, I... No, it's all new. I mean, you you went with sausage, but one sausage, one bacon, one egg. If Charlotte doesn't eat egg, she's not going to have egg on her fry-up anyway, is she? So, a, if we continue that theme, a pig in blanket... Is a full fry-up. Is a full fry-up. <laughs> just a very... If she had one bean on top... Ah. You don't fry a pig in blanket, do you? You bake a pig in blanket. You can fry uh, it. You can. You can fry it. With a cooking method. No, oh, okay, well, I'm frying it. I'm putting it in the air fryer. Is a pig in blanket a fryer, Russ? We need to get to the end of this podcast. <laughs> I'm not over I'm not overly sure that an air fryer actually fries food, though. Well, um, don't call it air fryer. Yeah, don't call it. <laughs> And I've got, plenty of, I've got plenty of air fryers, and I'm not sure they fry food. I think you need got, a frying pan. Sorry, you've got, you've got plenty Let's of air fryers. You consider um, one bacon and one sausage a full fry-up, but you've got plenty of air fryers. But I don't eat beans or tomatoes. So in, in traditionally, if you go in a shop and have a small fry-up, it's bacon, sausage, egg, and beans. Maybe an Ash Brown the black pudding. Yeah, exactly. Where's black pudding? Where's Ash Brown? We're winding him up now. I'm so sorry. Right. We are starting a new campaign. <laughs> this is going to be very similar to the Zaxxon of Vaxxon. I can pull that pain in the back of my neck pup in there. Um, um, <laughs> this is going to be very similar to the Zuma fan club. Um, by the way, that I wrote that in the book. The Kindness Project book available. What? Why are you moaning? You, you say to me, I need to promote the book I every can't, week. I can't find these. I can't find the Satsuma fan club now. 
Well, I'm not on Facebook anymore, so it might be deleted, might it? So, so, but what we might want to do on LinkedIn, because clearly there's the oh. forum for the Polish Right Society, <laughs> a professional website, um, and it's the, the only one I'm on now, really. Just start um, the new Twitter page that's the smallest fry-up society. There's pictures of small fry-ups. <laughs> And somebody just sends in a picture. Oh, you just randomly go around cafes and take pictures of their food. I mean, that would be. Yeah, I, that, could be that could be the new mug of the week, couldn't it? What pictures of small fry ups? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, food blogging is a thing, isn't it? Food writing and Can you talking. Imagine, and, sir, what is the smallest fry up you will offer me? Um, can I have just a bit of a sausage? And a bit of an egg and a, and a tiny wine. That is a social movement there in itself, isn't it? Because well, uh, hi, well, hi, manager. I'm there's four seen, of us. We'd like to split one breakfast. I've between seen the that four. movement on online where where they post pictures of the dinners they're cooking and people rate them, rate my plate. I think. Oh, that is hilarious! Rate my plate is absolutely hilarious. However, we have got a podcast host and we need to share a little bit of kindness. So now I want to move on to... Almost almost did to the end there. <laughs> kindness news. Small fryer prediction. Um, <laughs> no, it's not small fryer prediction. It's photography addiction. School photography project on Long, I Long Island aims to build community of kindness. For the third year in a row, a higher school in Nassau County is using photography to foster unity, kindness and inclusion in its community. The Hello Neighbour project at Baldwin High School started in 2021 as the pandemic was ending and continued this year. Advanced placement photography students took portraits of second graders at Plaza Elementary School. The portraits were then blown up to create large posters with each student's hopes and dreams printed across the top. Um, hopes and dreams. Give me one of your. Oh, 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 I've, I've, I just <laughs> I just realised I are a, a professional, Russ. We like that. When you're having a yawn on a podcast, <laughs> mute, yourself. mute yourself. Well done. That is a great one. But <laughs> I wanted to. I don't have that option. You've got control of the mic. Yeah. Um, um, sorry, was that allowed, Joel? Was that? No? Um, hopes and dreams. So what, just, I want to prep you both. Uh, at the end, I'm going to read out some of these second graders' dreams, hopes and dreams. What is your most prominent hope and dream at the minute? You ready? The second graders' dreams ran the gamut. I have a dream that I can collect trash and clean up the world. I dream that everyone will be nice and take care of each other. I hope to study more and get into Harvard University. The posters are being displayed outside the high school for all to see, with the goal of building bridges across age groups and communities. We love that the project is continuing as it's part of the wider effort through the school district to nurture good citizenship among all of our students. Uh, said uh, the super superintendent of the school. The artist was inspired by photojournalist and artist Julie Keith. Love that. Um, I like the idea of 
asking kids to think about what they aspire to do in the future. I think that's really important. Right. What age is that? I don't know, to be honest. Um, but yeah, pretty is that, young. Is that early to be like, I want to go to Harvard? Well, I mean, it's valid. Yeah. It's, so, right, what's your, I mean, I, I know you've got your Amazon trip coming up. Is that your hope and dream? No, it's not a dream. I booked it now, so I mean, it's yeah, more, it's a reality, isn't it? More it's, of a reality than a. So than what a, else is on your hopes and dreams? So my, list? my my aspirations are to enjoy it. As you know, I don't travel much, so and I'm not looking forward to the travel. I put plans in place for the travel. So, uh, yeah, my my aspirations to. Get the most out of it that I can. Yeah, hopes and dreams, Charlotte. I want to get my my poetry collection published. Definitely. I, I, I think that can be. I, I think that can be realised quite easily, though. Knowing that we we published books before, you have personally, and then I came up with a second book, the Kindness Project. Which I recommend yeah. everybody buy, and we publish. So it's a realistic. Sorry, did you see how enthusiastic that recommendation was? Oh, I got involved with a book <laughs> that I recommend everybody buy. Right, let's try again. Right. <laughs> let's give it some more this time. Who the fool that don't buy the kindness project books? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> That's Mr. T, kind of. Oh, I pity the fool, don't buy the car. Oh, yes. Can we pay? You know you can get those videos where, like, cameos. cameos. Can we get Mr. T to promote the kindness project? You're paying, but... (laughs) (laughs) We we could do. You've got to pay for it. Oh, I love that. We could could easily do it. You've got the money for it, Chris, or what? (laughs) Right, I I, I mean, Raz basically at the minute is doing a lot of finding out what the stuff costs so I can decide whether I can pay for it or not. Um, Just had Mr. T. It's not just randomly I went out and look at this. It's true. 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 It's I didn't ask you about it, so I don't know. Why have you done that? <laughs> Bruh! <laughs> anyway, on that note, let's get on to the interview. It's our friend and yours, Mr. Don... Uh, if, oh, I, you know what? I'm, Don, if you're listening to this, I'm truly sorry. Um, I always butcher your surname. I want to say Diffang. Um uh, but if I've got that wrong, I do apologise. But Don is a friend of the show, friend of the podcast, amazing. Amazing <laughs> mute. Amazing, amazing, amazing guy. Um, <laughs> somebody who, who I've got a lot of time for. Um, let's listen to part two. One other thing I really love, Don, is your LinkedIn profile. <laughs> Because um, it's full of inspiration, mate. I absolutely love it. Now, I know you share quite a lot of stories of kindness on your LinkedIn profile. I need to do more of that. Raz, remind me and I'll do a bit more. Um, yeah. uh, what's the, give, give me an example of some of the favourite stories you've shared. Uh, 
are the one that has been like really blowing up and actually we shared it on instagram and facebook and i think altogether we've had about oh it's in it's in the tens of thousands of, of views um and certainly like at least five thousand likes on um on ridiculous yeah and it's just really a, a guy who he gives another guy flowers and it just sounds so when i put it like that it sounds very simple but if you imagine that i just i think i read this crazy statistic that this flower service was saying that um that the majority of time when men receive flowers is at their funeral which is yeah yeah you know which is just that's so sad so this guy i think he's selling something out on the street and another guy um uh, the youtuber i think his name is uh it's uh sozy he gives right. the guy flowers and the guy starts to cry you right. know out of appreciation and it's so heart melting i mean i dare anybody to watch that video not be touched and he just the other thing that he gives him is his time he yeah. listens to the guy yeah. talks yeah. to the guy the guy feels seen the guy yeah. is heard and it's just so incredibly powerful and it just it always reminds me that just like you know whenever i'm on the train you know or just going from place to place i just try and be aware because there's a story in each and every one of us you know and if you get that opportunity to just share that moment it can be life-changing as this video has been it you know we i mean i got somebody contact us from texas to say that they're going through a really hard time um, because there was like a local disaster and then like i was like saying well you know can do me a favor buddy can we help you know can we raise money for you or like personally can i send you money you know it's like no 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 but here's some pictures of like you know um some of the things we're trying to do and i just actually realized the guy just wanted somebody to talk to yeah 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 and that was that i i felt touched and hopefully i'm building a new friendship so yeah, yeah. but part part of that i mean one thing i think is universal in terms of the human experience is that desire to be what to be listened to right to to feel that you're important in somebody else's life yes um yes. i think i think it's so important. what do you think Shana? yeah i definitely think that's um yeah i definitely think that there's sort of a, a desire to be like not only like there's a difference between someone listening to you and someone sort of taking in what you're saying yeah no like great. there's a difference yeah, between someone sitting there going hmm, yeah yeah uh-huh <laughs> and someone going oh yeah that's that's interesting that's a, that's a, i think there's a well i suppose i suppose the key the key factor there is do they ask questions that relate to what you're yeah. saying or not? You know, that's the tester for me. You know, it's like, are you really listening or, or are you waiting mm -hmm. to, to, and again, guilty of this, definitely guilty of this, but are you listening or are you waiting to speak? And it's the questions that I think that, that give you an indication of whether somebody's actually listening. What do you think? Yeah. Um, but I want to revisit something we spoke about before. Mm -hmm. um, meditation. Yeah. So, I had you get on meditation, Charlotte. Uh, oh, yeah. To interrupt me in the middle of me blowing my nose. <laughs> Sorry. Blowing your nose in the middle of a podcast. I mean, come on. Um, how'd you get on with meditation? Um, I 
I used to do it a lot because uh, it used to. I struggled to sleep like mm. pretty regularly. It used to help me a lot. Um, but I think my brain sort of got used to it, and then it just didn't work as well. Yeah, um, okay. I mean, I, I, and this is why I'd like your insight, Don, because I struggle. Mm. I, I sleep like a baby. Um, I, I sleep. Sleep for me is, you know. Uh, I mean, I'm known as King of the Naps. I love, I love <laughs> sleep wherever I go. Um, but meditation as a technique, I've got friends who who who, who absolutely swear by it. If you're thinking about getting into meditation, but you want to take those steps, and I think my my experience from talking to a lot of people about this is sometimes those first steps don't feel particularly natural. What's mm. the natural first step to get into meditation? I I would like um, I would try and incorporate something that you're already doing uh, as a kind of window in. So, for instance, if you you know you like music try and find like something that makes you feel calmer like a song or a particular piece or you know maybe look at like uh like brown noise or you know some kind of like a meditative um yeah. uh audio and use that you know so and replace where uh, where you would normally just be listening to music or doing something just really set aside time and just do it in gradual steps see how it feels after two minutes, five minutes, and just kind of work your way up, you know, because yeah. I think often, you know, the resistance is already there, right? And if we just try and find something that we're already doing, you know, or like, you know, if I'm on my way somewhere and just taking deep breaths, you know, and yeah. just being aware of your breathing, yeah. you know, that's... Just incorporate it gradually, yeah. right? Yeah, and, and congratulate yourself as well. I mean, you've, you know, you're making progress, yeah, yeah. Give yourself a treat afterwards. I mean, it's all, it's all psychological, isn't it? It's just... Amazing. I'll, I'll meditate for a minute and then I'll pop out and get a bag of chips. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds really. Hey, <laughs> what have we said? We're, you guys were literally just talking about being kind to yourself. Yes. Yeah. Important. Yeah. I mean, you've, exactly. got to re- you've got to reward yourself sometimes just to keep I mean, yourself motivated. I mean, a bag of chips might feel a, a bit dis- disproportionate to a minute's meditation, <laughs> but yeah, I'll, uh, I'll have that. I could be eating a lot of chips, couldn't I? But, um, but yeah, <laughs> like, it's interesting. There's, there's no problem rewarding yourself for no. achievements well done. No, no, no. I suppose it's all about balance, isn't it? You know, yeah, it's it all is. about get, yeah. getting that getting that balance right. It's it's interesting because we're you know at work, we're doing a lot more in the sort of um well being space and looking at, you know, the the work we do. We're lucky enough to work with people who um financially are doing well and and and, and the money the money challenge is is actually um, is actually okay or close to okay, um, but money is a hygiene factor. You know, it's a tool to do a job, um, mm. and that's to live the life you want. Mm. Um, but then, how about all of those other elements of well-being which we yeah. Yeah. lose sight of when we're focused too heavily on the money? Mm. Um, kindness is one of those factors, isn't it? You know, it's just yeah. so. So I think. It's really interesting the the conversations I have with, with guys in their sort of uh, guy, 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 men and women in their fifties and early sixties where they're going. I've had this ladder up this wall, and now I'm thinking about sort of moving 
where do I put the ladder? Because I'm lost. Uh, yeah. Um, and, yeah. and that and that's not about money. That's not um, about money. That's no. about overall well-being, yeah, including yeah. some other aspects. So, so yeah, it's an, it's a, it's real it's a real interesting one. Um, in terms of um, one of the things that um. I suppose one of the things that I love when I look at your stuff online is that element of random connection. You know, like having conversations oh, that's brilliant, that, um, that um, uh, you know, you, you encouraging like yourself to have conversations you normally wouldn't have, yeah. so that you're again expanding that perspective, learning empathy, and 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 speaking to people from different perspectives. Tell me a bit about the last time that happened because I know you've got a couple of stories. Uh, it's it's interesting because I was just thinking about that as you were saying it, and I was like, to be honest, I'm a bit of a sadist with this, you know, because <laughs> because I I have seen that it has grown from a, like curiosity to actually wanting to put myself in a kind of get out of my comfort zone you know yeah yeah so the most recent episode that this has happened was actually earlier in this week was so my laptop just crashed and then i ended up like rushing down to like this place that i know that fixes laptops and i hadn't been in there uh, for quite a while so it was actually locked when i got there like in the morning so i was like freaking out a bit and like oh my god like you know what am i gonna do now you know where can i find another place and then the guy who runs it suddenly turned up. He's an Iranian guy, a big, sturdy fella. And he was like unlocking these padlocks and everything. And he looked like, you know, pretty wound up and everything. I was like, oh my gosh, you know. And I was like, is this place actually open? He's like, yeah, 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 it is. And he goes, like, you know, what can I do for you? And I was like, well, my laptop's busted. And I, so first of all, he was like giving me like the, uh, well, like an expensive job there. Ooh, well, and, and you know, and it like put the fear of God in me. And I was like, oh no, you know, this is good. Am I, am I going to have to like buy a new laptop? And he's like, no, walk with me, walk with me. And then like, he just started telling me about his day. And then I was like, just listening because he had me hooked, you know? I mean, yeah. he'd already got, yeah. you know, and I'm almost like, you know, wondering like, you know, where are we going to go with this conversation? And we just kept talking and talking and then, he opened up the the office and then like he was looking at the laptop and then I was like oh you know uh, is it something I can just drop off and then like pick up at the end of the day and he was like no no it's going to take like three days to fix it so I was like oh and then he was like do you know what just you can work from here today if you want and I was like really and he's like yeah, yeah just sit in the corner and you know just just relax so he gave me a laptop I set things up, I was working, and then, like, he was, like, you know, asking if I want cups of tea, bringing cups Amazing. of tea. Amazing. The other people from the from the, the office came in, and then, like, we were chatting, you know, and then I spent the whole day there. And oh. the crazy thing was, it was it has been easily the most productive day of my week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I was in such a good mood, and I was yeah. also, like, learning about their lives. I mean... You know, this guy was telling me about his uh, growing up in Iran, uh, all the kind of like secret stuff that they're doing at the um, at this computer place because they're doing like data recovery. And actually, right. somebody from the uh, from the FBI came over right. and was right. like involved with them. They had like a kind of training session with them and everything. And then uh, these other guys are from like Eastern Europe, and they were telling me about their backgrounds and. I've honestly made some new friends because even at the end yeah. of the day when I left, he was like, you can come back tomorrow if you want. And I was just like, 
wow. And I was actually yeah. thinking, I mean, you know, I, unfortunately I couldn't do it yesterday, but I'm going to go back today. You know, amazing. Go, Love that. And that's it, you know. Yeah. Go. But that, but that, um, <laughs> ju ju just being open to building that connection yes. is key, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. You know, instead of instead of turning around and going, you're outside my bubble and therefore yeah, I'm not, yeah. you've got to turn around and go, right. Here, here's something that, and I, you know what? There, there's a really good book, um, uh, and it, it was really, it was really insightful actually, called The Beekeeper of Aleppo. It's a novel. Oh, all right. I, it was a novel written by, um, it was a novel written by a lady who works with, uh, who, who in a previous life, before she was a novelist, worked yeah. with um, uh, migrants. Um, yeah. And um, you know, it talks about Syrian refugees specifically in the book, but talking about the fact that the you know the choice um, again, Charlotte, we I, I made the mistake of doing this with Phil and David, didn't I, a couple of weeks ago? But I don't want to get too political on the kindness project. But the choice to empathise as opposed to condemn, I think, is a choice we can make and a choice we should make more often. Um, because you know, you look at you look, you know, nobody would want to make you know, not many people would make that choice if the opportunity or the or the or was there to stay, yeah, you know, stay in their country. I think we just need to be a bit more kinder when we think about um, uh, that. The, the reason that came up a couple of weeks ago is we interviewed two guys who raised um, about 50 grand, wasn't it? Uh, by putting on a concert. I mean, I was at the concert, Don, and uh, and you've never seen Dad dancing worse than mine. Trust me, it was awful. Um, but they put on this concert uh, called Rock for Ukraine, and effectively the money went to the Moldovans who were taking it. It was Moldova, wasn't it, Charlotte? That sounds right. That's ringing bells in my head. Who, who, who were taking a lot of the Ukrainian uh, refugees? It was Moldova. Effect, yeah, Moldova, thanks for us. Um, uh, and effectively, not put like nobody's in camps, they're just like at the kindness of their heart, mm. bring them into their homes. Mm. Um, and there's a guy called Paul, um, who is seeing, I think we've got an interview with him next week, but somebody who set up a uh, shop. So when people and it's interesting because, because. We asked uh, the two guys who did the concert, why a shop? Why not just give out yeah. bags? Yeah. And it was about dignity. It oh. was about the dignity of you know, giving somebody the dignity that they're actually going in and yeah. choosing, may, yeah. having a choice. And the point you made earlier, um, I'm really lucky in my life that I've got, you know, I run a business, I, you know, I've, I, I choose what to do with my time. That autonomy makes me happy. You know, the choice, having the choice yeah. to, to turn around and go, this is what I'm choosing to do, yeah. um, is certainly a contributory factor to being happy. Just imagine somebody turns around and goes, that life you've built, you ain't got any choice anymore. You've got to leave. And it's like that, that, yeah. So part of the reason they did it at the shop was to give them just, just a, a taste, really, of that like sort of recovery of choice instead of them feeding like mm. charity cases they mm. get a bit of autonomy back exactly. but it's yeah, exactly. it's, re yeah. it's really interesting yeah no you're it's right it's, re it's really interesting um so um in terms of 
in 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 terms of the big picture for for do me a favor buddy if we were sitting here in 10 years time and you said chris this has gone amazingly well what where would we be i would say that like do me a favor buddy would be yeah just it would just be so ingrained in like modern day life you know no to be honest I want do me a favor, buddy. To yeah, I I want it to be something that is just seamlessly integrated, that people are able to connect, you know, um, in their neighborhoods, you know, and uh, do things within daily life, you know, um, whether it's like online challenges or challenges, you know, um, in their local neighborhoods. That it's just an everyday thing, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that that would be the future that. It's just it's just something that everybody's involved in, you know, and it's just such a it's such a normal practice for people to volunteer and do acts of kindness within the neighborhood that, you know, hopefully eventually we can live in a world where we won't need do me a favor, buddy, because everything yeah. do me a favor, buddy. You know, it's yeah. yeah. Um, and, it, and it's interesting, isn't it? I, I um like I we decided this year to go and cheer on the guy. Could you met Andy at my book launch, didn't yes, you? From some I did, yeah. Great guy. It was, a, it was a, oh, amazing guy. Mm. Really, really yeah, good. Again, yeah. yeah, we 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 met because of the podcast, mm. and then I, I ended up running the marathon for some Francis and do it, do it, doing quite a lot of work because because um, Andy is an absolute legend. Um, again, <laughs> yeah. he's seen a lot of my really bad dad dancing because he's also a DJ. <laughs> And I turn up at his gig, actually, his yeah. gigs, and he's like sort of yeah. So he's he's good. I, I've actually one of the things that I really enjoyed is I hosted a show with him. So we did a we did a show together, which was really good. But um, what we did this year is I went to their cheering station and just literally just saw people run past and chat their name and stuff like that. Because um, yeah. I know I know how. Um, what a difference it makes, particularly when you're in like mile eighteen and nineteen. Just hear your name being called, and mm. like it gives you that gives gives you that extra boost. Um, and I've got to say, I think it's probably one of my favourite tiny acts of kindness that I've done in a while. What tiny acts of kindness do you really enjoy doing? To be honest, I would say. Um... It's probably just listening to people. Yeah. Yeah. I would say it's that. It's listening to people because as you were saying earlier on, Charlotte, that it's just I mean, just the act of like if it's active, you know, as opposed to just going through the motions, you know, and yeah, I, I put my hand up like you, Chris, that sometimes, yeah, sometimes you're like, Oh, I just want to get through this or whatever. But yeah, you know, but when you are just listen listening and asking actively listening. Yeah. It makes a difference in people's lives, you know, it, and it can really turn a hostile environment to one of cooperation, you know. So I do it a lot at work, definitely, especially for new people, you know, because uh, you know, as you may gather, like the pharma industry or biotech industry can be very cutthroat, and you okay, can feel like thrown in to work in a group with somebody that you haven't worked before, and then people, uh, you know, people naturally have their like, you know, their backup. But if you just listen, like, you know, or ask somebody like, you know, what can I do for you first? You know, if there's anything yeah. Yeah. disarms all of that, you know, they put their guns away, they put their <laughs> bazookas away, and then you just you just take the vest off. Yeah, yeah. You just have <laughs> that human connection and it's wonderful. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're right. Just that start start from a position of service is is yeah. always going to actually oh, like play that. off. Isn't it? Definitely. I think. What's your What's your small act? To, I mean, I'm a bit worried that Don's uh, got bazookas in his office, but I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll 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 pass on that one. What's your favourite small act of kindness, Charlotte? I I um, I don't know if this counts, but I am a big fan of just checking in. Constantly, yeah, very good. constantly, like, um, I've got people who have, like, okay, I've got a message them tomorrow because I haven't heard from them in a while, just want to make sure they're doing good. Like, I like that. Um, so, is that just uh, how you doing? Are you all right? Yeah, you just hey, I'm, I'm, uh, I am the master of the checking in. Uh, I'm notorious for it because I, I have some friends who like bad at starting conversations, so I know they won't talk to me unless I kick it off first. So, I have to go. I haven't heard from them in a hot minute. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check in. I'm gonna um, put my feelers out and hope everyone's doing okay. I've got to admit, I'm quite poor at doing that. I've got beds recently. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've got poor, poor at doing that. And then last question, but well, actually penultimate question for you, Don. How do you reckon? Because I think our interview, our initial interview. I mean, it seems like a while ago now. How do you think the pandemic and what we've gone through in sort of during COVID 2020, 2021 has changed people's perspectives on kindness? Oh, wow. I, I, do you know what? I think it has heightened people's perspective on kindness because, you know, having this sort of existential crisis that happened to everybody yeah. really forced us a lot closer together. And, um, and I think also, you know, obviously you know, mental health and well-being has come to the forefront, really, from that, you know, and I, I think it has made people want to be more kind. I think, you know, while we're still sort of settling into what the new normal is, you know, or life post-COVID, I think, you know, that, you know, as you were mentioning as well, like new tools like AI and things like that. So we're entering into a new world, but I think kindness has ridden along with that as well, you know, that now we're finding ways to help each other with different tools you know i mean you spoke about yeah. this thing about you know um ukraine and everything like that i mean 10 years ago it wouldn't have had that same effect is it you know yeah yeah so, i mean i mean that's i mean you could you could argue that social media and and stuff like that is a bit of a double-edged sword but mm -hmm. it has got the power to do good if we use it's a tool isn't it yeah, you know, we can use it in the in the right way or the wrong way. Um, I'd like I'd like to I'd like to make sure we use this showcase to uh, uh, the podcast showcase the amazing work you do. Uh, firstly, thank you for doing that amazing work. I know oh. that if I'm having a, a bit of a poor day, just putting <laughs> Don's uh, putting Don's LinkedIn on always inspires me. But where can people find out a bit more about you? Do me a favor, buddy, and then just oh. like. Uh, of effectively just um find out where you are on your journey yeah well i mean i would appeal that if anybody wants to come and test out the app we definitely need people um, so if you can reach out to me on linkedin on under like don defang if you just search for my last name which is d-i-f-f-a-n-g we'll or, put that on the show notes as well so yeah. yeah or on instagram or facebook under do me a favor buddy that's a great way to to get in touch and you know once we do release the the new web address um then you know we'll release that across social media but yeah definitely we need people to come in give us feedback also like you know things like colors you know um 
you know, how easy the flow is. You know, we really want to have something that is more than just, you know, it's not a business, you know, it's a movement, it's a way yeah. of living, it's, you know, so we need the people, we need kindness at the heart of it. So, yeah, please come forward. Oh, amazing. All right, well, thank you for joining us on The Kindness Project. We always appreciate okay. it. Um, it's great to see you again. Likewise, have a wonderful day and a, yeah, a great rest of life, you know. <laughs> yeah, same to you. <laughs> anyway, on that note, let's get on to the interview. It's our friend and yours, Mr. Don. Uh, if, oh, I, you know what? I'm, Don, if you're listening to this, I'm truly sorry. Um, I always butcher your surname. I want to say Diffang, um, uh, but if I've got that wrong, I do apologise. But Don is a friend of the show, friend of the podcast, amazing. <laughs> Amazing mute. Amazing, amazing, amazing guy. Um, and somebody who I've got a lot of time for. Um, let's listen to part two. Um, on that note, we've got joke of the week. We do. Are we looking forward to it, Raz? Yeah, I'm looking forward to this week. Right, you can make me a coffee now. You've literally sat and drunk my entire I'm coffee. I'm so sorry. So sorry. That was a joke this week. No, um, I'm joking. Um, right, whilst Charlotte's looking for mate, a joke. That could be a new service we provide, couldn't it? Promotemybook.com. I mean, how much would you charge to promote somebody's books? I wouldn't get involved in that, then. It's too much hassle. <laughs> What do you call a parade of rabbits hopping backwards? Time up. No. Parade of rabbits hopping backwards. Don't know. Any hop. A receding hairline. Have a lovely way, everybody. Think better for a minute. Oh, he's out in his head. Have a lovely week. See you next time on the podcast. Bye. Bye. Bye.